Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. My name is Carrie Vasquez, and I am a life coach, a believer in Christ, a wife, a mom, and a business owner. My show is committed to rebuilding and restoring lives. Each week, I'll be here with an amazing message or a guest to help you love yourself deeper, restore your relationships, and transform your life, your family, and your business. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. I am so excited and happy again and honored to have Dr. Tony Simmons with us, and we are going to have some really exciting series going on over the next couple of months. Um, So this is going to be uh, really great knowledge, great value that we are going to be giving you all. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, does every person need a coach and, you know, and what to look for in a coach. So, so happy to have you back, Tony. Thank you for being on again. I'm excited to be back. How do you feel about becoming like my sidekick? I I love it. (laughs) I love it. It's been amazing. This might become like the Tony and Carrie show. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's amazing. And I'm excited about it. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to be talking about does everyone need a coach, right? Mm. And and if everyone needs a coach, what do they look for in a coach? Um, and this is a question that I think for me back, if you would have asked me this question 10 years ago, I would have probably been like, huh, what? Like, no, you know, mm-hmm. right? Or I'm good with a therapist mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Um, I'm good with my doctor or something like that, right? Right. But does everyone need a coach, Tony? Tell us. What do you think? Mm. I definitely think that everyone can benefit from a coach. Uh, I would say that um, there's a lot of people that absolutely need one. Um, Some people have the skill, uh, skill set to work through and navigate their issues. Right. And, um, you know, based on, I guess, their natural acumen in terms of solving problems and maybe their training or just the way they think, the way they're wired emotionally, et cetera, et cetera. But but I would say 100% everyone can benefit from a coach. Yeah, I agree. Everyone can benefit. There there is no question. It doesn't matter what your cultural background is, what your professional background is, your educational background, Um, a neurosurgeon and, you know, someone who lives on the street um, with a fifth grade education or less. Yes. Um, Both people can benefit from a coach. I agree. A hundred percent. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I think that even when you look at the uh, most successful people, Mm -hmm. they all have coaches. Yes. Or they have some type of advisor. Yes, absolutely. Which leads me to, as I I've done for a few episodes, but I specifically want to do it for this episode. I always like to go in and define what is a therapist? What is a coach? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times they get intertwined or mixed. Uh, Or sometimes I believe that there's almost like an offense, right? Like mm-hmm. even like maybe like with a therapist, for example, mm-hmm. someone who has worked really hard, gotten their degree, mm-hmm. 
as a therapist or a counselor and, uh, or, you know, psychotherapy, whatever their degree is in. And sometimes I think they're, for some, they might feel a level of like, you know, I went and got an education in this and helping people get past their issues and their problems. And then here a coach can come in with a certification, some training or no training, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Not that I recommend the no training piece, but there are some who come in with no training Mm -hmm. and they can call themselves a coach and help people solve problems, right? Right, right. So sometimes I can can understand where there's even some that, that might be almost like against coaching, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, from cool. that, for that reason. But at the end of the day, they're two different, um, they're two different things, mm-hmm. right? A therapist, if we look at the definition, is a person skilled in a particular kind of therapy. Uh, it also says here that it's um, a psychoanalyst, um, psycholo- psychologist who treats psychological problems, Mm-hmm. a psychotherapist, right? That was another uh, way that they defined a therapist. Um, an individual who specializes in therapeutic medical treatment of impairments, injuries, disease, disorders. So that goes more into like the physical therapist. Um, but basically a therapist um, is someone who's trained in, in looking at more of like the, you know, like the mind and maybe like we've talked about before mm-hmm. going into their past, maybe right. identifying some type of mental illness mm-hmm. or some type of maybe mental disorder or, right. or gaps. Um, and they work a lot of times with a psychiatrist, a mm-hmm. doctor mm-hmm. who might be prescribing medication um, and a lot of the therapy is, is more described like, like talk therapy, right? Helping mm-hmm. people work through their problems. Right. So that's the therapist side of things. And, and a coach, a life coach, whether it's a life coach, a strategy coach as yourself, mm-hmm. um, business coach, at the end of the day, this is the definition I, I pulled up, which I think kind of encompasses it, is a person who who is an advisor and is an advisor who helps people make decisions, sets and reach uh, goals and deals with problems. Right. Mm. This doesn't really get into this advisor or this person who gives advice or who helps someone as a coach. uh, We more help with future focus, Mm -hmm. right. Versus Mm -hmm. a past focus. That's right. I like how you described it in an episode as present and future. Right. Right. Versus present and past. That's right. As a as a therapist would maybe right. have more of a focus. That's right. Um, there was a definition in here. I wasn't crazy about it because I'm always very careful mm-hmm. not to use the word counsel mm-hmm. um, personally, just because I don't ever want somebody to confuse me with a therapist or a counselor because it's not what I am. Right. But this definition said a person who counsels and encourages clients on matters having to do with career or personal challenges. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think, you know, it has truth behind it, but I wouldn't necessarily say I counsel. I would probably say I more give people guidance um, and really just direct people, help direct them mm-hmm. um, in the way that they want to go, right? right. the things that they want to accomplish. Right. Is there anything that you would add to that? I think that really is a great uh, summation of all of that, of, of you, because... Um, 
I found, I think the other thing maybe I would add is that I, I do see where both sort of dip into territory yeah, they don't absolutely. stay in. Right, right. But they'll dip in just to sort of have some ammunition to support whatever yes. they're doing. You know, yes. So a coach might dip in, you know, if a person has uh, a phobia around meeting new people. Yes. And maybe it's tied to some trauma in their background. The coach may ask some questions to get some knowledge about where how that trauma occurred, mm-hmm. where it happened, when it happened. Right. And then gain some insight on how to navigate them in the present and then say, you know what, I think that um, I want to refer you to a therapist, yes. dig deeper, yeah. diagnose you in some very um, severe damage to you psychologically. Yeah. And that's where I think, just as a brief segue here, um, I think that's where coaching and therapy can work together. Yes, I love that. And rather than compete, love but it. can work together um, to help a person and build a rela- relationship on a business yes. end. No, where I will freely say, um, hey, I want to refer you to a therapist friend of mine. You're moving ahead of your trauma now. Yes. I want to refer you to this coach that's going to help you. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the that. only thing that I would add. I think it'd be beautiful to see therapists and coaches partner. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely a great, you know, that's a great addition because I, I guess I never really thought about it so much in that way. Um, almost like looking at it as, as a partnership or a mm-hmm. collaborating because I know I don't want to, not all of my clients, thank God, but many of my clients, Mm -hmm. I have referred them either A, back to their doctor, back to their psychiatrist, you know, a psychiatrist or their psychiatrist or back to a therapist. Right. Because as coaches, I think it's so important to recognize when something in, you know, is beyond or is outside of our scope, right, of what Mm -hmm. we do. And I think it goes back to like staying in your lane is so important because, you know, it's not to say that we can't help, you know, in, in different areas, but sometimes when you go outside of the scope of what we're called to do as coaches, right. that's where you can really get into trouble, that's right? That's right, that's right. So I always, I'm so big on um, being very quick to tell someone, you know, hey, there's like trauma that really, it goes really deep or mm-hmm. something, you know, you might want to, I, I, you need to seek out a therapist, right. right? So mm-hmm. I love that, like partnering and, and if you know of someone and making a recommendation or referring them over, um, it, I think that's wonderful. So I love, love, love that addition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that that, so if we start there with, you know, does everyone need a coach? I think we both agree. Yes. Right. And mm-hmm. as you said, there are people that are able to kind of navigate and make decisions and plan and strategize for mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. and they do very well. Mm-hmm. But as we also mentioned, even the wealthiest and the riches of rich and the, and the like, you know, people mm-hmm. who uh, are able to strategize and plan and do all these mm-hmm. things, even they have people that help them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we believe that yes, everyone can benefit uh, from having a coach Um, But then there's that piece of like understanding what a coach is, what they do and what they don't do and how they can partner up and collaborate with a therapist Mm -hmm. or or with, you know, doctors to say, hey, you could benefit from this. Um, So I love, love that. Mm -hmm. Now, let's get into why people need a coach or how they can benefit from having a coach. Mm -hmm. Let's get into that. 
Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a this is a great area to go to. Um, a coach, the primary job of a coach is to empower a person to do things they were not able to do before for themselves. Yeah. Um, I should sort of add a, a third character here uh, in regards to making these distinctions. We have the distinction we made with the therapist, but then there's also a difference between a coach and a consultant. Yes, um, good. Yeah. And sometimes I leave that out, but yeah. um, I think that's a really important distinction to make because consultants, what consultants and therapists have in common is that a consultant and a therapist, they're very prescriptive. Mm-hmm. So like a doctor, if you go and say, I feel this, 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 the doctor's going to say, okay, that means you are sick with X, Y, Z, and I'm going to give you A, B, C. Do this, and it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. And that's right. it. Yes. Okay? The doctor doesn't even really have to educate you on why you're sick, how you got sick. Right. If they don't, good doctors sometimes sure. will. Sure. But a lot of them don't have to. You're and, just there to get better. we go back and we Google it, right? That's right. <laughs> we go back and we Google it. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and that's what a lot of uh, consultants in particular do. Therapists may go deep and, and, and show you, help you understand why you are the way you are. But a consultant um, is just going to say, okay, you have this problem and here's a solution. And I find that coaches can, um, if they're not trained properly, mm-hmm. they can call themselves a coach. Right. So they can operate more like a consultant. Yes, yes. And what a coach does that's different from that is... A coach wants you to understand by directing you to the answer through questions, through uh, motivating you to look in the right direction through a series of questions Mm -hmm. um, about why you are the way you are, why you're having the challenges you have. What is it you really want? Where are you going? You know, these kinds of things. Um, And then the coach makes you own the process of discovering that. Mm-hmm. On the um, uh, the implementation, yes, yes. Um, you know, and they're not going to do it for you, right, right. You know, right. now you're empowered because you said, "Oh, I went through a process of discovering this. I know how to find answers yes. now. Yes, um, I know how to implement now." And that's the power of coaching. That person walks away educated, more educated than mm-hmm. they were. And that person, uh, a, a good coach, causes a client to develop a skill. And it's and it's really someone who is building a muscle, right? It's like mm-hmm. like working you out kind mm-hmm. of thing. And yep. like I can't do the working out for you to help you build the muscle. That's right. That's you right. have to do the work to That's build right. the muscle. Yeah. You have to build the the do the work to lose the weight. Mm-hmm. You, ha- I can guide you. Yeah, I can show you. I can give you tools. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's. I love what you're saying about empowering people. And it's. It's like I've said this before. Like giving them the tools, helping them add tools to their toolbox to be able to uh, do the job themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a consultant, you know, is like the person that just comes in and just does it for you, like That's you right. said. I I have to admit that there are times that, you know, I blurred the lines because I did both. You know, Mm -hmm. I I was doing HR consulting Mm -hmm. and and when you're doing HR consulting, you know, you're going in and you're getting the job done. Mm -hmm. So whether the, the company, the business needs someone 
that is coming in and auditing their files and identifying errors or, or things that are missing or a process that mm-hmm. needs to be revised or a process that needs to be built, right. the consultant is a consultant is going in and doing that for the business, for the company, right? Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. paying you to do the job. Um, whereas in if I have a client who needs help in their relationship, in their marriage, or with their children, or with their business, you know, like, they're looking for a life coach, or a relationship coach, or, you know, you're doing Mm -hmm. strategy coaching, Mm -hmm. we're going in and helping them over a period of time, it's not like a one-shot deal, like, kind of a consultant can probably go in two, three times and finish a job. Right, 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 right. Coaching is more... Um, of a long-term relationship too, I would say, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're building, uh, helping that person build the confidence, the courage to go out there and, and, and build the plan and mm-hmm. execute, you know, and, mm-hmm. and do the thing, right, mm-hmm. that they're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I love what you're saying um, about, you know, bringing, bringing up the, the difference of a consultant versus a coach. Right. And, um, and, you know, they're like I was saying, I blurred the line sometimes where I have a client and I almost get tempted or be like, oh, you should do this. Mm-hmm. Like, this will solve your problem, you know. Right. Um, right. But taking that step back to say, OK, no, you know, um, because like you said, when we help them do it themselves. Right. And we help them develop a plan and they're a part of the process. Right. It's the success rate, I believe, is much higher. Mm-hmm. It is. Because they've been a part of that plan. That's good. And they've, yeah. they've, it's what they wanted to do. That's good. Versus, I know for me, I don't like to be told what to do. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, versus someone just telling you, do this. Right. Right? Right. You feel That's empowered. Good. And, like, I, and, and I think people want to have a sense of control mm-hmm. over their life, right, mm-hmm. and their decisions. Mm-hmm. Which kind of leads to like it's kind of like the the six human needs, right? That that right. we talk about and that we kind of go back to, right. and we've learned in in our coaching certification and and training uh, through Jeff, just learning those six human needs, and and we know like Tony Robbins talks about these, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I like what you said um, because it's just uh, incredibly accurate that you're bringing this person into a process with mm-hmm. you, you know, and when that happens, they have to take ownership. Right. Right. They can't exactly. sit back and say, you change me. Right. That's, that's the huge thing in this. They, they cannot put the responsibility of their change, their success, their whatever on you right. because you're supposed to be the professional. Right. Um, I'm professional. I'm an expert at getting you to own right. responsibility. Exactly. That's that's the if I could sum it up as a coach, that's the expertise of the coach. Right. Um, so if you say I want to make a million dollars this year, and, and and I'm at you know I've been at three hundred thousand dollars in my business, and right. I want to finally hit a million this year. Right. Well, now I'm gonna cause you to own certain responsibilities that's right. going to help you get to that seven figures. I love that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's like the big thing with with that. But regardless of what your concentration is, I think if a coach um, approaches, well, I'll say this from the coach, in, the, the, coach, the coach is in, if the coach approaches a client with that in mind, I'm here mm-hmm. to empower you. Yes. Um, and I'm here to 
teach you and mentor you into success right. by helping you own responsibility and learn new skills, then that keeps the coach out of the, you know, the the sinkhole of overworking because you're solving problems for them. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah. and, and so, and from the client end, if the client can walk away from the first three coaching sessions yes, and they can say, I have knowledge that I can apply that will turn into a skill for me. Right. I got the right coach. Right. If after, you know, two or three, four or five sessions and you can't actually do something to right. produce, you don't have the right coach. I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. You know, in your first few sessions, you should really be able mm-hmm. to identify whether you have a good fit. And it doesn't always mean that the coach is bad, right? Mm-hmm. Or that they're not a, a good or successful coach or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Because having a coaching relationship is really making a good connection with the right coach, right? right? The coach that fits well for you. Right. And so I believe it, it is, it is like, um, it is kind of like getting fitted for something, right. Or putting on a glove mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't fit right, you know, the first, that's why it's great to, to have a, a, a free strategy session or a strategy call, mm-hmm. you know, to really identify, Hey, like, What's the connection like? Am I, you know, I'm going to put this glove on. Mm-hmm. Is it a little too big? Is it a little too small? Too tight? Mm-hmm. And you kind of can get that in that first call and mm-hmm. get that connection. Yeah. And uh, and then once you're doing a couple of sessions together, you know, if you if you had a good call that first that first call and mm-hmm. you were able to take things away from that first call mm-hmm. and, and start to implement and use those strategies or those, the, the plans that you put together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely a good sign that, you know, you have someone that's a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of times, I think it goes both ways, right? Right. Like it's not just the client assessing the coach to see, is this a good coach or is this coach a good fit for me? Right. But the coach is also saying, is this a client a good fit for yes. me? Yes. Uh, because yes. it's got to go both ways. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You bring up a good point with that because um, I think that a coach has to be able to have boundaries yes. on uh, yes. who they're investing their Absolutely. best into. And not allow the paycheck to control that that decision. Because you can have a client that um, is just unwilling to take responsibility. Yes. But they're paying you well. Yes. So it's like, I'll keep coaching them because the money's coming in. Yes. And that's a real place of decision, I think. Yes, absolutely. You know, that a lot of coaches have to... Uh, they, find, they find themselves in. And um, I, uh, somebody told me this, though, before, um, because I, I've been there. And um, they said, well, you know what, Tony? Um, you have to remember that that person's business or life becomes your testimonial. Yes, exactly. And if they're going yes. around telling people that you're their coach, yes, but they are demonstrating this whatever it is that's not good right behavior that's not giving them results yes or yeah 
Yeah, it's a reflection on you. Yes. Your coaching, your brand, everything Absolutely. that you're, you know, they are your they are your testimonial right. whether they're trying to be or not. Right. And another piece that I would add to that that I think is huge is that coaching is it takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. Right? One client that you are helping and directing and, mm-hmm. and guiding Mm-hmm. It is, uh, it's something that you are pouring out of yourself into someone, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're get, whether it's knowledge, direction, like whatever it is, you're pouring into that person. Right. And when you do that, and especially when you're doing it with the wrong client, right? Right. What happens is that you are pouring into someone and then you have the right client mm-hmm. that you really need to have the energy and the time and, and, you know, whatever to pour into them. Right. But this one client that's not a good fit could be draining you. Right. 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 And could be like, kind of like I, you know, sometimes and I've been in this place where you feel like the life is being sucked out of you every right. time right. you're coaching. Right. Right. But right. you keep doing there. it because mm-hmm. you want to help. Right. Like mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I think a, a good coach, which I think is the heart of many coaches, we want to help. Ultimately mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we want to help. Right. 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 And I think that sometimes I know for myself, I found myself in a place where I just want to help. You know, I see the potential in people. Mm-hmm. I love people. I just like, I love people and I want to help. Right. But it's like you said, if they are not seeing results, but more so because they're not taking responsibility mm-hmm. for their part in this, and maybe they're not receiving accountability well, like they're not being, um, they don't want to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Or they want to just play the blame game. Like, well, maybe they're not blaming you for their lack of results, Mm -hmm. but maybe they're just blaming things around them. Right, right. Right? It could be one or the other. Right. So it's someone who's not taking responsibility, someone who doesn't want to, you know, be held accountable for their choices and their actions Mm -hmm. or the lack thereof. Right. Which results in a lack of. Mm-hmm. Good results or success, right? Right, 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 right. Totally. That that's the huge biggest, and, and and it's so simple. You know the way we're saying it. That's why I like the way we're talking yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Really, um, when you have to process it out, it can be a little, you know, complicated sometimes. But but the idea is really simple about getting people to own responsibility. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's the overall goal because mm-hmm. I find that when people take ownership of that, they're more in charge of their life. Um, They're more in charge of their decisions. They they take uh, the way that Jeff uh, says a leadership role in their own life. Yes. And that's the huge, I would say that's probably, that's the result, I think, of them owning responsibility, becoming leaders in their own life. Right. Um, That's huge. So, you know, and then when you have a client who has chosen to become a leader, they naturally start developing leadership skill in their own life. They rebound from their failures. They own their failures. They own their weaknesses. Um, They're more creative. They take initiative. And it's easier to coach them over time. Yes. You know, you're you're just hitting your mark because they're showing up as leaders. And that actually took me a long time to really um, understand because in my mind I was making this... I was making, 
I was sort of um, separating this idea of, well, I'm coaching this person to be a leader. That's what I do over here. Okay, I'm coaching this person over here because they want to have a better relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't really understand, no, wait a minute, fundamentally, leadership is showing up in everything that I do. Every right. coaching relationship, yes. my job is to help them become leaders yes. in yeah. their own lives. Yes. Yeah. Just because That's they're good. not having a following, right. but I, that was my limited definition of leadership. Right. right. You know, this idea of influencing all these people. Yes. And it was like, no, no, no. Leadership starts here. Yes, and, yes. and me getting them to own responsibility. And yes. I, I think that at the end of the day, if every coach looks at um, their client as a potential leader, and that's the direction you're going to cope, you're going to apply it to whatever their goal is, whatever their challenge yes. is. You know, and it's just going to be an amazing relationship. Yeah, 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 I love that. Yeah, so so I'm hearing I'm hearing you say, you know, yes, every person needs a coach or would benefit from a coach, right? right? It doesn't right, matter. Right. And then, you know, what are we looking for in a coach? You know, does this coach, are you a good fit for mm-hmm. the coach, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the importance of everyone needs a coach, Mm-hmm. You need to have the right coach for you, for what you need, what you're looking for, and a good right. fit for you know for you. But then the importance of taking responsibility right. for your part in the coaching relationship, mm-hmm. right? And understanding that if you're not taking responsibility, if you haven't identified someone who's a good fit, then while we're sitting here saying you need a coach, Mm -hmm. it's not working if these things aren't falling into place or being, you know, taken care of. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's totally Mm -hmm. it. And um, I think the only thing that I would add is um, the coach and the client enter um, a relationship where there has to be a mutual understanding from the start. Yes. About love, oh yes. Why right. we're here and where we're going. Yes. Vision. A yes. vision. And that's done in the first if not the first call, mm-hmm. the second call. You know, mm-hmm. like I can't imagine not identifying that in the first mm-hmm. call or two. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cuz you know, you may have a first call that you're getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but by your second call, if not, and then really, I think it should be the first, but if not by that second call, mm-hmm. you should be identifying with your coach, as you said, what that vision mm-hmm. is. What that, and, and so I think, I, I don't know if you've experienced this sometimes. And I, and I speak from a standpoint of, I had a coach and I had a vision. I had a goal, right? Mm-hmm. This was the plan. The plan was to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And we had identified that in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And as time was going on, life was happening, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't reaching all of my goals. And I felt like I was making excuses for myself. But I took responsibility for that. So I remember having conversations with my coach um, and she, she was awesome. Um, she was, um, she was coaching me, um, uh, in Shannon, she was uh, mm-hmm. coaching me in completing my book and, you know, mm-hmm. like kind of like authors coaching mm-hmm. and she was absolutely wonderful. Um, and we would set goals for how many pages I would write. Mm-hmm. We would set goals for, you know, whether it was, I was going to go on and, and look at the self-publishing 
information or getting an editor or mm-hmm. getting a, a graphic designer for my book cover. You know, mm-hmm. we would set all these goals and she was holding me accountable for the goals that I set because she wasn't setting the goals for me. Right. She was guiding me. And That's there were good. times that I would say, I'm going to write 50 pages. And she was like, okay, hold on a second. Right. Right. That's good. Like, let's be realistic. Right. Cause That's as good. coaches, right. We're right. like, Hey, that's an awesome goal, mm-hmm. right? But let's be realistic. And this was her. She let's be realistic. And sometimes I would take responsibility and say, I feel like I'm making excuses for myself, mm-hmm. right? I didn't write 50 pages because this happened with my son or my daughter needed this and I I needed this with this and you know, mm-hmm. and I just didn't get it done. And I loved how as a coach, she held you know, she held me accountable and wanted me to take responsibility. But then she also had a grace, right? right Where right. she was like, okay, let's be realistic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Your goal was 50 pages mm-hmm. or we said it, maybe it was 50 pages and we got real, right? Because we mm-hmm. looked at your life and we said, listen, right now you have your son with this situation. Your daughter needs you for this. Mm-hmm. And, and we need to be realistic with our goals, right? Right. So sometimes a coach will ground you, right? Because mm-hmm. you, can, you can be like on in the clouds, right, with your goals and your vision, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. But then reality hits. And also your coach is there so that you're not feeling like you're failing all right. the time, right? right? Because you're setting unrealistic goals. That's right. That's right? right. So they need to be... Um, they need to be SMART goals, right? right? You know, the, you the acronym, right? The SMART goals. Mm-hmm. And um, so the coach is really, you know, I remember my coach keeping me grounded and realistic because she recognized, as we talked, she recognized, hey, you have all these other things going on in your, in mm-hmm. your life. And it's things that are non-negotiable, right? There's yeah. things that take priorities. Right. So... I took responsibility and she said, you know, you're not making excuses. This is a reality. Like, you know, your child was sick. Right. You know, right. so you didn't write your 10 pages on that day. Right. You know, and so it was it was really a mix of like taking responsibility, not being too hard on myself mm-hmm. and and my and having that coach guiding me even though she was like my my book coach, my mm-hmm. author coach. Right. Like we said, right. a lot of times, whatever your name is, right. your coach is really going to hit yes. on all areas of your life. Yes. They yeah. have to in a way, right? They because so to, right. many things affect other things. Yes, that's good. Right. right. So, right. so right. I loved right. how um, I look at that, right? And I could see where she helped me really get through writing my book, right? The Recreate Your mm-hmm. Love. She really helped me get through writing this book, but she was also helping me through whatever I was going on in life That's in general, good. right? That's good. So that was really that was really great. So yes. all the benefits, you know, if people are really listening and hearing, these are all the benefits of why you could use a coach. I mean, you they're they're educating you, they're empowering you, they're positioning yes. you, they're making yes. you more aware of things. Yes. I mean, these are incredible benefits that no matter who you are, mm-hmm. you can you can really um, see some measure of success in your life right. um, by engaging these these things. So yeah, I, I think it's really good. Um, I I'd say that one thing that I've learned as a coach. Um, 
the benefits. So I, even though we're talking about the benefits of having a coach, just for like a quick second, I would yes. say the benefits of the coach having clients yes. yeah, is that, um, you know, as you coach, the more you coach, um, your game gets stronger. Absolutely. You get sharper. Absolutely. And you learn more things about yourself. Yes. Um, because I had somebody ask me, oh, it's a therapist asked mm-hmm. me this because I work with therapists. And um, the therapist, a therapist asked me, um, they said, you know, um, I wonder if you've experienced this because I have. Have you been triggered by somebody's uh, stuff? Oh, Whatever yeah, they, whatever's yeah. going on yeah. in their life. Right. Have you experienced being triggered yourself? Right. right. Because something in you is similar to what your client is dealing with. Yes. And yet you're in the position where you still have to lead them. That's good. And yeah, help them. That's good. And my answer was, yeah, yeah. there's been a few Absolutely. times where they said something and I thought, oh man, that rubbed me the wrong way. Yes, but yes. it was a moment of growth, yes. challenge to grow for me. Yes. Because if that's their issue, I need, I need to know that I have the skill set to go back privately get this resolved more quickly than they can because yes. I'm more equipped than they are. Yes. And how about the point of coaches need coaches? Yes, that's right? good. Yes, they do. And we we have we've had our coaches, I know through over the past couple of years, I've had a few coaches. Mm-hmm. For different, I said for my book writing, I had a coach. You know, I had a coach um, when I started my business. So I've had coaching. You've had coaching. Mm-hmm. We've helped each other and yes, coached each have. other in yeah. different um, areas. Yeah. And so I love what you're saying because sometimes we could be with a client, and I've done this with you, where I've been with a client, and like you said, there's been a trigger or there's been something that happens and quickly, I know I've been quick to like go to you and be like, uh, you know, hey, Tony, this happened in this mm-hmm. session. Like, mm-hmm. I need your thought. I need your advice. I need your feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what is this me? Mm-hmm. Is this what is it? Like, right. you know, help me right. out here. Um, right. How could I have coached better? Right. Right. How could right. I have, you know, maybe given different guidance? So right. I, I love what you're saying about how we evolving and growing mm-hmm. even in spite mm-hmm. of, you know. Um, us helping someone. And I think that goes to say like for anyone, right? If right. you're good at what you do, no matter what that is, right? you should always be growing, evolving, mm-hmm. and learning more mm-hmm. about your field. And like you said, the more mm-hmm. you do it, the better you get. Right. So, you know, that's why we love and appreciate referrals. Mm-hmm. You know, if you yeah. have friends that need a coach and, you know, and we've been helping, like it's it's definitely... Uh, we're helping you, we're, we're helping friends, family, you know, but we're also growing in the process. Like everybody's winning at the end right. of the day. Right. right? That's good. So that's, that's really, um, it's really like it, everyone's benefiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. I really do. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I would say that, um, I have grown as a coach because I've coached. Clients yes. have grown. Because they've been coached. Right. Right? right. It's about what they want, mm-hmm. what they desire, their hopes, their dreams, their mm-hmm. goals. Mm-hmm. It's about them. Right. I feel that. And it goes back to leadership. There you go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because as coaches, we have to be good leaders. Yes. Right? And and like you said, it starts with us, within right. us, right? Within us. How do we lead? How do I lead myself? And I think it goes like, how do you lead your home? How do you lead your business? How do you lead? 
and you know how do you how do you lead in coaching um and i think a good quality and almost a needed quality of a leader is someone who's willing to grow who's willing to be taught someone who's willing you know to learn and listen right mm-hmm. ask more questions right um and and i think that those are qualities in a in a true leader and a mm-hmm. strong leader mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so it, it kind of goes back to you know um to what you were saying earlier and then we really bring that those qualities to our clients that's right good. like you that's were saying good. and teaching them you know to be good leaders that's good. for themselves that's it know? that's yeah. it and that's... sometimes it's just just like at home right like or in anything we do it's like leading by example right 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 yeah, that's yeah. A, that's awesome. That's, I love that's this. That's, I love, that's this was so an dope. awesome episode. So, like, we talked about why people need a coach if they need a coach, and yes, mm-hmm. they do. You know, and the benefits of mm-hmm. coaching. And there were some things that we mentioned. So, I just wanted to do this, like, just in like wrapping up. Like, I talked about my coach giving me smart goals or encouraging me to say, okay. We're going to set these goals, but they have to be smart. So I use that. It's actually an acronym. And I wanted to um, just educate people on what that stands for, right? If they don't already know. Um, So SMART goals, the S is for specific. And you talked about that, right? Mm -hmm. When you want to identify in those first few sessions, very specifically, what is it that you want out of this relationship, coaching relationship? Mm-hmm. What is it that you want to accomplish? Mm-hmm. What is it you need? You know, so we're specific. So right. um, your goals have to be specific. State what you um, what you will do, what actions you will take. You know, use action words in that. Yeah. That M in the word smart. Your goals have to be measurable. Right. Right. So provide a way to evaluate. A metric. So sometimes we'll say, okay, give me a date that you want to accomplish this by. That's good. Right? That's good. So then if your date is four weeks out, mm-hmm. the next three sessions, mm-hmm. every session, we're holding you accountable for accomplishing something so that by that date, mm-hmm. you have accomplished this goal. That's right? Good. So measurable. The A is achievable. So within your scope, uh, uh, possible to accomplish, attainable. Is it, like I said, realistic, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would tell my coach, I'm going to write 50 pages in, right. you know, in five days, but I know that I have all these other responsibilities. Yes. Is it attainable? Because when we're not setting attainable goals, then we feel like failures. That's right. And then we feel like we're no good. Right. Our self-esteem goes down. We feel like we're not worthy, like we're not enough, like, right. we're, you know. Right, 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 absolutely. So achievable, being realistic, relevant is for the R. Does it make sense within your job function or within what you want to do? Does it improve the business in some type of way? Does it improve your life? Mm. right so is it relevant like I could sit here and be like oh I want to be a better mom Mm -hmm. and then I could say like hey I'm going to start this this dance school and I'm going to be partying on Friday nights (laughs) and like you know like pole dancing and you're like hold up right you know is that relevant does that line up is it does it align with your goal to be a better mom to be a better you know whatever right right (laughs) right right. my dramatic example (laughs) (laughs) right right 
And the T in smart is time bound. State when you will get it done. Be specific on the date and the time frame. That's good. So smart goals are important in coaching relationships. That's good. Yes, absolutely. So in closing, anything you want to add with, you know, this whole, do I need a coach? Why are coaches important? Oh, wow. We covered so much. Yeah. You know, I would just, um, just reaffirm everything that, that we said, you know, around this and around what the coaches, um, what the coaches goal is, what their mission is. And the fact that yes, absolutely. Everybody I think can benefit from a coach 100%. I think most people need a coach, but everybody can benefit from a coach. I want to add this to I, we're wrapping up, but I want to add this, that something that I learned, uh, I was watching someone for a very short period of time mm-hmm. online, okay. and it was maybe a few weeks, and I was like, oh, I really like this person, mm-hmm. right? And so I went ahead and I purchased something. I went to, to a, a, a get-together, some type of gathering that this person did. But, mm-hmm. you know, I spent a couple hundred dollars on, like, this session for a couple of hours with this person. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that when, what I saw online for this person, great content. Right. But when I met them in person, like, or really actually got to speak to the person, Mm -hmm. different person. Mm. Mm. And I was so turned off. Mm. So I say that to say that I would encourage you to not just look at their social media and who their followings are and, and things like that. And don't be impressed by what you see yeah. there. Yep. Yeah. Right? Right. Do that, but do the homework in terms of getting on the phone with this person, mm-hmm. whether it's a video call, mm-hmm. FaceTime call, look at their testimonials. Google the person if you have to, whatever it is, right? And none right. of us are perfect, right. but right. the point is um, do that homework because what you see out there on social media right. is not what you get. Not what you get. That's so not true. always what you get. Yeah. That's right? so, true. so true. Um so I think a coach is definitely going to be very willing to, you know, give you referrals or references if need be. But get on the phone with that person. That's right. And and if you need to get on the phone with a few people mm-hmm. that maybe offer a mm-hmm. free strategy call or a discounted strategy call. Because mm-hmm. it, you know, it could be a discount. But get on the phone. And talk to them and really get a feel for them. Because yeah. I know I had that experience and I learned a big lesson from that. Mm. And and sadly, the lesson was about $1,000 later. Wow. Wow. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, right. So I had the same experience with like a website, you oh, know. Oh, my goodness. Learn, yeah. learn the lesson, you know, $1,000 later that was, you know, wasted in a sense. That's right. So I encourage people to do their homework and, and actually get on a phone call. Um, and schedule something. Mm, right. Yeah. Homework. Yeah. That's, that's huge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So thank you again for being on the show. Yes. 100%. Right. I love it. I love it. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll talk to you all soon. So I hope that you all have enjoyed this episode on the benefits of hiring a life coach. If you have any questions regarding coaching, Feel free to reach out to me via email or you can send me a DM on social media. Also, you can reach out 
to Dr. Tony Simmons, our guest today. And I also have a little surprise for you all. This month is the month of December that we are coming upon, uh, the last month of 2020. And I'm going to be dropping a bunch of episodes for you guys because let's face it, this year has been a difficult year for many. And I have slacked on my podcast episodes. So I'm going to make it up to you this month. And you'll be able to just binge listen to episodes. So I can't wait. I look forward to just giving you a lot of content and blessing you. Um, So, and also hopefully help you transform your life um, in the process. So be blessed everyone and take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. I hope that I have served you on the highest level. If you were, please be sure to share this episode and give it a great rating so that I can continue to serve you and others. For more about me and my services, feel free to head on over to my website, www.carrycompany.com. And that is K-A-R-I company.com. And if you have not read my book, Recreate Your Love, be sure to order your copy at www.recreateyourlove.com. My heart is always to serve you with so much love. Have an amazing week and be sure to come back next week for another awesome episode. Please understand that anything shared on my show, The Rebuilding Relationships Podcast, is intended to give you tips, tools, and strategies to help you transform your life and your relationships. While I am a certified coach, please be sure to seek professional medical advice when you feel necessary.